Welcome to Tales of an Outdoor Writer. I'm Mark Freeman, outdoor writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper, part of Rosebud Media in Medford, Oregon. And as usual, on Second Floor Bar at Fort Otter's Bar in Medford with Jamie Lush, Mail Tribune photographer. And today, you know what we really want to talk about is how to get stoned on the road. <laughs> and we're not talking cannabis, guys. Uh, it's talking stoneflies. And now is the best time to talk about stoneflies on the road. It's the biggest baddest hatch of the year, the biggest bugs produced by the rogue, uh, that turns every steelheader into a trot bum for at least one day a year. You know, this is really salmon steelhead territory, and there's a little bit of trout water, the holy water, up near Lost Creek Dam, and it's usually fishing little flies and stuff, but when the stonefly hatch, it's like the only time a steelhead buns can uh, use smaller rods, floating lines, and dry flies. Now, there's not a lot of dry fly opportunities in the rogue valley. And the, when the stoneflies are hatching, we're not talking little size 20 mayflies or tiny little things you can't see anymore because we're too old. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> great big giant hummingbird sized dry fly that anybody can fish. They're super fun. There's like two to three inches long and they fly in these big masses and they land on you, crawl all over you. The things hit the water. Uh, they, they don't last 20 yours before a trout comes and pick, picks them off. Yeah, and, trout candy completely. And uh, yeah, they crawl on you. It's not kind of creepy, you know. Yeah, I don't like them on my neck. <laughs> I uh, attempted to or I introduced my wife to dry fly fishing with the salmon flies at the Holy Waters. And our first go at it up there, she thought it was pretty awesome. She caught some nice trout on, on the surface. You know, they totally just explode on the dry fly. And she was pretty into it. She was thinking, she, oh, I, got, I got, to hang it, got the hang of this. And then the, the next trip up, yeah. the hatch had, I don't know, doubled or tripled. Yeah. There were just bazillions of them all yeah. over, and they were cl- climbing in her hair, getting stuck on her shirt. You know, I think even one, one went down her bra. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't the biggest fan after that. <laughs> you know, these, these things, you know, they, they have super long legs and they're heavy, so you totally feel them crawling on you, even through like a, a raincoat. But they don't have mouths, so they don't bite. So once you get used to it, you know, we're, we're, we're so used to it, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of part of the whole thing, you know, it's kind of the fun. But when I used to take rookies up there, I used to always tell them, now, wear white. Wear a white shirt, because they don't like white. <laughs> of course, they do. <laughs> it just freaks some people out. We went and did a, a story on this for this week's uh, uh, Outdoor Journal, and we were going to bring Ryan File, our uh, video producer, and I was telling Captain Noah, the editor, you know, we're going to tell him to wear white, because he's kind of freaking out about bugs anyways. He's not a fisherman. She's like, no, you won't. <laughs> you can't. You do. You can't do that to him. We should have just done it. I, I would have totally done it, but he didn't come with us. So, <laughs> I would have been a great shot. You know, I even said it on, on the video, like this whole business about teasing him. I thought it'd been cool. Yeah. So what we're really talking about, its scientific name is Teranarsis californica. It's the largest of the stoneflies in the Pacific Northwest. It's also called salmon flies because they hatch just about the time spring chinook return to rivers like the Rogue. Super long, scaly bodies. They got these like big ant-like legs, and they got really big, wide wings. They got a plated body and a turret head. And remember, I said no mouth either. Now, the the reason that these are kind of rare is there's only a certain number of rivers they can live in. They're like fast-moving, clean, relatively shallow water with you know cobblestones the size of softballs at least, and they all have to be exposed to the sun. And if you don't have all that stuff together, you're not really going to have stoneflies. So the upper rogue is perfect for that. The Deschutes, the Metolius are right up there on my favorite stonefly rivers to fish. Uh, in fact, I went to school in COCC in Bend, and my 
four-year degree. It ended up taking me about six. And the, <laughs> the stonefly was a big reason for that. Waking up in the morning during the during the hatch time, going to class, they're going to go fish that big bug. Yeah, yeah. the big bug usually won out. <laughs> the hatch was like during like finals week, wasn't it? Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> well, it's interesting that, you know, the it took your four-year cycle into six, and these bugs actually have a four-year cycle too. They're, they're, uh, the eggs are laid uh, right now, the uh, end of May and early June, in mid-June, uh, they're, they're broadcast laid, so the, the female just drops them on top of the water right at the surface, and they just kind of funnel down, and they kind of float down, and they grab onto the rocks, and they spend the next four years living as uh, larvae underwater. They get really big. Everything eats them. Uh, steelhead just love those things, and, uh, and, after, and they kind of tumble down, tumble down as time goes on over the years, and then after four years, they're finally ready to go. They're like two inches long. And they uh, crawl, literally crawl, out of the river, sun themselves on some rocks, and it gets their uh, exoskeleton off, and they turn into, you know, they wait for their wings to dry, and they fly around, they have these massive orgies, and uh, the males die, and the females go drop those eggs in, and they hit the surface, and a lot of times they, they get stuck on the surface, and males are flying around, and get on the surface, and everything turns on to these fish. Christmas time for oh, us fly fishermen. <laughs> it's like you should say, it's like, you know, it's like they've been eating pieces of tofu, little pieces of tofu, these tiny little bugs for all these years. Now they've got bacon cheeseburgers everywhere they look. Of course, they're going to key on that. This rather gross, large bug <laughs> kind of got me hooked on, well, it did get me hooked on fishing when I was... Really? Yeah, when I was 16, I uh, got my driver's license. My brother gave me a 1980 Honda Civic that had, I don't know how many miles on it. Nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he just said, here, I think we'll have 50 bucks or something yeah, like that. Right. And uh, he also gave me a six-pack of beer to go along with it that I think he got with his fake ID at the time. And <laughs> I, that weekend, I, I headed up to the Metolius, you know, the, the Freedom. Uh-huh. I was pretty excited and, and managed my way up there and set up camp and set up the rod and walked out my second or third cast on a Clark Stonefly. Yeah, Clark. I didn't really know too much what I was doing at the time, just uh-huh. that I should probably be fishing this Clark Stone. I think the guys at the shop told me what, what fly to use. Like a 22-inch, just unbelievable Metolius Red Band Rainbow annihilated it. 22? Oh, just a fat. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was leaping and cartwheeling and... Pretty much at that moment, I kind of decided, oh, yeah, fly fishing, fly fishing's for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I fished Metolius with Clark's stones on uh, the Total Eclipse last year in August. Uh, you know, we did the, did the eclipse. It was like at 1030, you know. It was a really cool place. It was right in the path of totality. So we all, a bunch of us went out there, you know, drinking in the morning, and then the thing goes off, and I was like, now what the hell are we going to do? So, of course, you know, I brought my three-weight and went to... Uh, Kent Sherman talked to the guys and like, man, these are the hardest fish you'll ever fish for. They're, the shoots, they're the red bands in the Metolias. They've seen every fly. The water's crystal clear. I got some, uh, got some Clarks, and I hicked into a 14-incher, and, and that thing took me through chunks of wood and chunks of wood, and I finally landed that fish. I swear, if, if that was the first fish I hooked at, at 16, I'd have been a trout bum my whole life, too. Well, it's a little different scene on the road. You know, mostly we fish these as, as larvae. I love fishing these for uh, summer steelhead, even winter steelhead. At minimum, just the dropper fly to get your uh, point fly down when you're nymphing. That's a great nymph to fish. Totally. Yeah. But, and, you know, you can skate them, too, you know, uh, for cutthroats. Now that we got a lot more cutthroat around, there's a spot down just above uh, your favorite spot in the upper part of Catfish on the Rogue River upstream of Dodge Bridge 
these two boulders in the underwater in there. You can't really see them, but you should call those the cutthroat condos because they'd be stacked around that thing at evening and you'd skate that big old sofa pillow across the surface and get them to come up. And that was pretty awesome fishing there. Other things eat them too, though. Um, even the smallmouth bass in Lost Creek, the ones that actually fly over the dam and land in there, bass chew those up pretty well. I've heard about that. That's a fishery I haven't done yet, but it sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, too. And, you know, there's lots of different patterns. You got the Clarks, obviously, and you got the sofa pillow. We talked about that, and you got the chubby Chernobyl, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of a variation. It's a really cool fly. It's a variation of a, a trout fly tied in the Green River back in like 1991. It's these guys who were just trying to figure something out, and they tied like this three-inch ant with these legs flying around, and they were catching, you know, these really finicky. Uh, trout left and right and then somebody figured out that they put some big wings on it and it's turned and it's and it's got a lot of foam in the body so you don't have to put you know that grease on it and all that to keep it floating it floats really high in the water it's just an awesome fly and that's what we were using chubbies uh the other day for the video yeah my fish that day up there didn't come on the chubby it came on the old clark stone oh right, <laughs> right. that's my fly it's uh, it's a little bit smaller profile it's a real simple pattern and the chubby uh, every fisherman under the sun knows about that fly yeah, now, and yeah. they've seen a bazillion of them. Yeah, but that little Clark Stone's kind of harder to find. It's a good little fly, low profile, smaller, and it's the trick for me oftentimes. I swear those trots sit under the end of the water and look up and like, yeah, that guy bought it at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, and yeah, that guy bought it at the shop in downtown Medford. And yeah, they yeah. even tell ties these damn things. By the time you know, everybody throws the same stuff up there. But you're right, doing something different often makes a big deal, and it really paid off for you. Yeah, it was a nice, nice, I don't know, 19, 20 inch yeah. uh, holy water fish. Yeah. Get big, the crap out big of it. Fatty. <laughs> it was big awesome. fatty. Then we were shooting it for the video, and uh, you're zooming in on it. I was holding We were talking, doing an intro, and then uh, we did this other little thing, and it didn't come out. It's like the camera, we just got this brand new $9,000 camera. It's just like it was focusing on the fish, and then it was like, oh, look, a squirrel. And it just started focusing on something else, and it wasn't even in. Yeah, I'm learning how to use the uh, super expensive camera. Yeah, it, 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 it backed it up on me. Well, you know, yeah, but hey, we're learning. But hey, yeah. that's all part of the fun. Yeah, and you know, uh, when you fish for them often is, is important or even more important than exactly what you throw at them. Now, you know, these things start hatching. They start coming out of the water when the river temperature hits 55 degrees on their, the year they're supposed to come out. And it's always starts lower in the river than higher in the river. So the hatch usually starts down around... Uh, you know, below two valve. And it kind of worked its way up. And once we start seeing bugs flying around Shady Cove, they start getting a little hopped up. And they all kind of fly upstream. And, you know, when they show up, in the very beginning, and, well, even early, too. You've been up there pre-hatch years and been getting them. But, you know, it's like, like I said, it's like they finally start eating bacon cheeseburgers after tofu. You know, they see that first one. Man, they start eating, they love that bacon cheeseburger. And, you know, they start eating them for every meal. And they start eating them between meals. And after like two weeks of the hatch, they're so sick of these things. They're so full and so slow that they just don't come up for much other than a really perfect live one. But you know, at the end of the hatch, you know, I, my favorite has always been like two weeks after the hatch. And, and you know, we're kind of getting into that time where the hatch is kind of dying out. And over the next two, three weeks or so, that's my favorite time because you go up and you, you throw that thing out there. You know, they refuse that fly every time you threw it two weeks ago. But now it's like, Hey, this could be the last bacon cheeseburger I get for a year. Yeah. So they take it. Better just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's what we have for you today. If you like what you heard, share it with your friends. If you don't, share it with your enemies. You can always come down and 
four daughters and buy me a beer. Till then, we'll uh, see you on the river.